Welcome to Shine On Lemon Grove. I'm Greg Shively, joined by my tremendously talented co-host, Liana LeBaron. Hello, Liana. Howdy. Hello. How's everybody? Hopefully well. Surviving the holidays and surviving the rains. I have missed you, Liana. I've missed you too. I've cried many a night. (laughs) That's very sweet. (laughs) Thinking of Shine On Lemon Grove and you. We have been off uh, since uh, for the holidays and now we are back in the new year and I'm excited. We have new equipment. We have some new plans. I think 2020 is going to be great for Shine on Lemon Are Grove. you a New Year resolution kind of person? No, I just struggled to maintain my resolve on a daily basis. Okay, so I know you are always gathering information. You are a Lemon Grove nut. Gathering intel, yes. Right. <laughs> and since we've been off for so long and you haven't had this forum on which to vent, I imagine by now you are uh-huh. bursting at the seams. So am I right? Do you have any kind of somewhat but information you know, to give us? Yeah, there there's some information, but as you all know with the holidays things slow down a bit. Well but, give us a couple of things. Okay, let's see. So First off, for the month of December, a few things happened. Um, December 17th, our brand new city council member uh, was appointed. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Yadira Altamirano. She's a business owner, Lemon Grove Improvement Advocate, and she's also a dear friend of mine. She was appointed to the council, so she was sworn in December 17th at that meeting. Also, um, charges were dropped against a former Lemon Grove City Council candidate, Teresa Rosiak. I saw something about that, I think, on Nextdoor. I, I I wasn't following that. What is that? What charges was this? So, By whom? Against whom? What? So the city went after her, claiming she failed to properly file financial paperwork regarding her campaign in 2018. And you get sued for that? Uh, well, apparently... Okay. Apparently, the city went after her, but they dropped the charges. That's been dropped. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't so know she, much about it, but... Uh, so she's scotch-free. She did say that um, at the very end, in a very passionate statement, she did direct this comment towards city council and say, you will never silence me. So that was that. Also, our city underwent a financial audit recently um, by some independent auditing firm based out of Riverside area. The guy who gave the presentation said that when he first started working with the city in 2016, um, the city was in terrible, terrible shape. I mean, the financial records were all over the place. And now? And now they're clean. Well, since the city hired a new, I don't know her exact title, but her name is Molly Brennan. Since the city, she works in the financial department. Since they hired her, which was early on, like around 2016, now the city, all the records are clean. And organized. I, I remember the mayor talking about that, Mayor Vasquez, when mm-hmm. I was interviewing her whenever that was a while ago. And she was saying that that was one of the first things that was important to her when she came into office was to go through all the books and just kind of get everything cleaned up and the fat trimmed. And Oh, yeah. Oh, really? She said that? Yeah. Well, that I mean, this person who came into the um, presentation said that. the He's an accountant. He's a CPA. And he said, yep. From 2016 to now, there's been an immense transformation, a total 180, and it's now all the bookkeeping is perfect. Now they can see exactly where we have money, exactly where we don't have money, and we can move forward from there. There's a ray of sunshine. Good for Lemon Grove. Yeah, I'm glad they got all organized. Any other good news? Um, There's going to be a street 
rehab project for fiscal year 2019-2020. It's going to be ending in June with the most money that we receive from this, from these funds, SB1 funds. Our streets are going to rehab? Yes. Well, no, they're getting rehabbed. (laughs) Some of the streets, I'm sorry to disappoint everybody, but... For the little streets, they're not going to be touched. Probably not my street. No, probably. I know. I had to almost put my vehicle on 4 by 4 to get here. I was like, room, room, up and down. I really think if there were a contest that my street would win for worst street in the city. Oh. I'm kind of proud of that. Okay. Yeah, well, you can always feel like you're in a safari when you're coming down your street. So I guess that's the upside. I'm roughing it. All right. Well, that... One more thing. Mm -hmm. Developer Steve Lau, he caught me talking to fellow planning commissioner Seth Smith, and he said, you and I make a perfect podcast match. He especially likes episode 16, where you and I play a game where we list all the empty storefronts in town. That was fun. So, Steve, this hello is for you. I like playing games, and I like getting um, I have one for today, by the way. You have one what? You have one game? Yes, it's a little true and false game. Oh, I love games. All right, go on. Yes, let's see. So, Wait, was there something else, or do you want to get right to this game? No, uh, that's it. Okay, let's do it. That's all. Let's see. Um, true or false game? Okay. Okay. Let me get my coin ready to flip. True or false, Greg? The city maintains all street lights. True or false? Well, the city of Lemon Grove, I would think. Mm-hmm. I that's would think a statement. That would, that would have to be... True. I mean, it's not a private company that's doing the okay. streetlights, right? It's a public well, utility. No? Wooden, the wooden poles, the streetlights mm-hmm. that are on wooden poles, those are maintained by SDG&E. Oh. Okay. Okay. And then the concrete poles, with the exception of Palm Street, those are maintained by the city. So if everybody out there, if you have a wooden pole on your street that's out, Make sure you direct your, you know, your grievance or your complaint to SCG&E because they're the ones who can repair it. If it's a concrete pole, with the exception of Palm Street, definitely reach out to the city. That is a very arcane distinction to make. I don't know how <laughs> it will impact my life, but I'm glad I know it. Hey, I recently had a, a streetlight on Palm Street fixed because I reached out to SDG&E because they were the people who can fix the problem, gotcha. right? Then I'm not just spinning my wheels complaining to the city when... They don't even maintain that. Okay. The important thing is, did I get it right? Do I get points for no, that? Well, it sounds like it's a true and a false. I mean, it depends mm, on the poll. It's a yeah, trick question. Oh, you're you right. You started with a trick question. Half, half. Half, half. You uh, did all right. You did all right. Let's see the next one. Oh, this one is I'm giving clean and dry. Myself. This is clean cut. Okay. Mount Miguel used to be known as Cow Pie High. True or false? Cow Pie High? Yes. I don't know if that's true or not, but I want it to be true, so I'm going to say true. It is true. (laughs) It's true. And it was called that because Mount Miguel sits, it sits kind of, there's a hill Mm. close to it. And that's where Miller's Ranch was, Miller's Dairy Ranch was. Yeah. So the wind. the cow pies. Yes, hence the cow pies. So when the wind would blow, you would get the scent. When you were at Mount Miguel High School, which is down a little bit, down the little hill, you would get the scent of poop. Cow you know, poop. You know what we need? Cow pie just, high. Okay, hold on a second. Sit sit right there. I've got mm-hmm. something that's going to be fun. Hold on a second. I've got this Okay, over it's not here. fresh cow, p- no, uh, cow dung, is it? Somewhere over here. I've got something that would be perfect. I should have thought of this. Because my days of sniffing scat ended in the sixth grade at sixth grade camp. Okay, we don't need to know about that. Okay, look. Look <laughs> what I've got. This is perfect. We should have had this up from the beginning. Check this out. I forgot I had this. 
Look, I've got a little oh, bell. Bell, right? Oh, okay. okay. So let's take that again. Say yeah. that question and then okay. and then tell me that I'm right. Go ahead. Just okay. say the question. Mount Miguel used to be known as Cow Pie High. True. Yes. Cool, right? Correct. I've got a bell now. Okay, so I'm going <laughs> to... And you know what? I've gotten the last two right as well. I'm giving myself that first one so I get two more dings. Fun. The more dings, the better. Okay, anyway, great. Go ahead. There's only... There's two questions, I guess. Okay, let's see. Form, true or false? Former City Hall and the Sheriff's Substation, which sit side by side to each other right now, mm -hmm. used to be... Listen up. Used to be an AT&T office in the 90s and an insurance office starting in the 1960s. So first, starting in the 1960s, it was an insurance office. Mm -hmm. And then 1990s, it became an AT&T office before the city started using it and the sheriff station. Is that true or false? I have no idea, but my test taking skills tell me I should answer false at this point. I'm oh saying, my gosh. Yes. I is that how you, oh my gosh, yes. Yes, it's false. I'm good at taking tests. Totally false. Is this how you ace the LSAT? Yeah, I didn't, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't actually know any information. I'm just good at taking tests. False. So before it was used as city hall and the sheriff substation, it was used as a medical office. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it was constructed in like 1960s. It was very mod. Yeah. Very mod mid-century. Very cool. Yeah. All right. So we got one more? Yes. I'm liking this. There's another one. Okay. Um, this one's a little more serious. Oh. Okay. Lemon Grove employs a total of 10 sheriff deputies. True or false? 10 deputies. Yes. I'm going to say that, again, I don't really know. I don't have a basis for knowing this, but I'm feeling that's false. It is false. Oh, come on. <laughs> Look at me. That's great. So the city of Lemon Grove employs 21 law enforcement personnel. And the number of deputies that are on duty at any given time depends on the time of day hmm. and and the day. Um, so, for example, this morning, there are five deputies on duty. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. That was a fun game. I like that. Yes. That was great. Let's, Thanks for wait, putting wait, that wait. together. Oh, what? We have a bonus question? Yes. This is the last question, and it's a bonus question. Go ahead, bonus round. All right. Before it was Dirk's nightclub, it was Casanova Cafe. True or false? Oh, man. I don't care if that's... I don't care if I get this wrong or not. I want it to be true more than anything. Casanova Cafe? I'm going to say true. Nope. Oh. That's wrong. <laughs> it was a horseshoe saloon and bar. How did you come up with Casanova Cafe? Did you just, just make that up? I just thought of that. Yeah, just thought of it. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. I well, thought it sounded very nice. CC Casanova Cafe. That's really good. Casanova mm -hmm. Cafe. All right. Well, mm -hmm. yep. good. So that name's still free then if we want to open up our own bar. Yes. Okay. Casanova Cafe. Yes. Available. You know, speaking of games, you know what I was thinking about? Mm. And I wanted to follow up on this because back on episode four, in mm -hmm. the early days of Shine on Lemon Grove, we were doing a game much like this. Uh, I was quizzing you. We were doing a trivia game. You remember doing this? And I, we, I was asking you about street names and, you know, where businesses are and things oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh -huh. yes. And then on one of the questions, we started getting a little distracted for a second. You were going to 
talk about the Lemon Grove Lips. How many places can you get onto the 94 West? Oh, I love this, man. Oh, this is cool. Okay. How, where, how many places can you get onto the 94 Westbound? Yes. Oh, guys. All right, neighbors. Because some places you can, you know, you can do one direction or the Come other. Come on. I'm just picking 94 West here. I'm sure a lot of us know this because, let's see, 94 West. So there's the, the one by the lemon, that, that ramp. The Big Lips ramp. Yes. Okay, okay, I have to tell the story of the Big Lips. Okay, we'll get to that later. Later. Let's, let's get okay, this later, first. but that has a good story. Okay, so the Big Lips on, on ramp. Yeah. Okay, I, Big Lips. Okay. I want to hear that story. I've always wondered about those lips. Yeah, I love uh, the... Oh, those lips are good. All right, okay. we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay, so... Right, big Lips. Then, um, which is over there by the lemon, that one. Yes. Okay, then there's... Yes, you remember that? Yes. And I, ever since then, I've been wondering about that. Sometimes I pass by them... And I go, oh, I got to ask Leanne about that story. There's some dark mystery behind those lips. So are you ready to tell me finally about these lips? I've been dying to know. Yeah, I can. Go yeah. for it. So <clears throat> in the early 1990s, let's take it back to the 90s. <laughs> the legend was that if you drive by the lips and you didn't duck down, you'd be cursed. Hold on. I got to stop you here. Duck down? You mean like while you're driving? While you're driving. Well, see, this is coming from a little kindergartner's perspective. Back in the 90s, I was in kindergarten. And um, we'd all, somebody would shout, big lips, in this long yellow school bus. And we would all just duck in our seats and stay down until we were far away from the lips. Otherwise, what would happen to We'd you? be cursed. We'd be cursed with bad luck forever. That do was you, the legend. That was. Do you still do that? Sometimes, sometimes when newcomers come in, when we have visitors, I tell them the story behind those lips. And you know, those lips, um, I heard that they were first painted, I don't know, maybe in the 60s or 70s. Well, that's what I was wondering about. By that's... a high school student. That's one account that I've heard. Okay. Well, I, I got to say, I am really intrigued about mm -hmm. your whole curse story. I wasn't mm -hmm. expecting that. Yes. I was hoping for kind of an origin story. I was hoping that you knew how they got painted, how they got there to begin with, no? Well, I think the origin story is a little contested. Some say that it was a high schooler who painted those lips. Um, some say it wasn't. It was like a lady yeah. who just, I'm not sure. Well, we'll, we'll do some more research and we'll get that figured out. <laughs> Now, you have brought someone along with you today. Yes, I have. This is a wonderful, intelligent, hardworking, devoted Lemon Grover. Her Let's... name is Shanae May James. She's involved with the Lemon Grove Community Garden. She deals with, the, well, she handles the social media part of it. And um, So I'm really excited about this because yeah. I sometimes pass by that community garden. I remember the first time I saw it. Now, for mm -hmm. those people who don't know where it is, how, how do we describe where it is? It's kind of by the historical it's, society. It's behind the... It's next. It's in the same parking lot as the Parsonage Museum right. and the, the Lee House. The Lee House. And it's actually at the corner of Olive and Central. That's right. So whenever I go by there, I see these big raised beds and just gorgeous all kinds of things growing there's Very a big lush. sign that says lemon grove community garden 
And that's exactly the kind of thing that I like to see in our city. So let's talk with Shanae. Let's bring her up here. Come on over. Hello, Shanae. Grab the microphone there. You good? Thanks for having me. (laughs) Thanks for being here. So, Shanae, obviously, I admire this garden. I've seen it plenty of times. Thank you. But tell us a little bit about it. Give me, like, I don't even know anything about it. I don't know how it got there, who's in charge of it. Okay, so it actually started with the community itself being involved but it was started by raquel vasquez the mayor Mm. um along with thrive and along with a lot of uh support from city council that um jennifer mendoza was a big asset to getting it started um and some um actually some lemon grovers who actually aren't here right now but people who are still involved with it to this day um like walt john um, those are just two main people. There is a few more that I know I'm missing, but they wanted to take this this idea for giving organic natural produce to our community. Now, how long ago did it start? It started in 2017, if I'm not mistaken. They broke ground there mm-hmm. in 2017. I think it took, the idea of a community garden has been long, long, long in the making. I think, well, well before 2017 i remember Mm -hmm. sitting at a city council meeting it was before 2017 for sure and somebody approached me asking if i'd be interested in being involved in some in a community garden at that point i didn't know what that would look like or what that even meant but Mm -hmm. yeah but either way it's only been in operation for a couple of years at the most yes since 2018 so one thing that i wonder about is um when i see these beds yes i I see all this beautiful and there's some like some of them look really lush all dressed up and fancy they look great (laughs) now is it is it that one person like anyone can rent a space and then whatever you grow in that bed that's your food is that what it is so basically anyone can um it's a wait list now by the way but anyone can get a bed in the community of the garden um they just have to pay the hundred dollar um yearly fee for it Okay, and then they can. That's that's their food that that's they grow. That's their and- food, their production. Um, all we do is ask you to vol- do volunteer hours um, to, as a commitment to having the garden. If you can't do it, you can always have somebody do it for you. Are there restrictions on what somebody can grow? Yes, there is. Because the fact is, you have some plants that actually are not healthy to beds. They can actually give you bad like soil soil it can um so that's what bring i was thinking i was thinking about pests i know that some yeah. plants attract certain kinds of pests that would be bad for other kinds of plants, also right? like you know how um let's think of peppermint mm-hmm. the, when you plant peppermint it tends to go crazy it's like a vine plant or it just grows takes over yeah it just takes like over like grass. weeds you know mm-hmm. or crabgrass mm-hmm. like stuff like that you can't plant those things they rather you put those in those these little pots that they we we do have for herbs because if you put those in your bed it just takes a hold of your whole bed now what happens when someone is not taking good care of their bed let's say it's there it's going into that's getting all lots of fungus and pests and aphids and everything there and i have something to say about that too girl i'll let you speak so (laughs) and i'll answer so i'm the well 
I don't know if you even know this, Greg, but I'm the secretary for the community garden. Of course you are. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, and I've is. been at many a meeting where this is this been is talked about. Up. Yeah, mm -hmm. this, the obligation to tend your bed, to harvest your vegetables and fruits. And um, there is an obligation to do that. So if you don't so. keep up with it, then you can expect a phone call from someone to say, hey. It's more of like letters, um, mm -hmm. like formal letters um, saying, hey. Uh, well, it's not as nice as I'm saying, hey, just to let you know, you have to tend to your bed yeah. or people are tripping over the vines that are coming out for your bed. You know, we try to make it as cordial, but yet firm and like, you know, so the people can take action because it's not fair to other community garden growers in that area to have a messed up bed but as a community garden we do strive on mm -hmm. our neighbors helping one another how know? do people access the garden for maintaining their bed i mean i'm assuming it's locked you can or mm -hmm. are there certain days and times you no, can go no in no um it's a specific code that nobody can give out okay a secret but um we have the option of um going in at any time um while there's light out um and yeah it's accessible to anybody who has a bed you're telling me i can't go to the garden in the middle of the night no why would you oh my goodness you can <laughs> get steal hurt. somebody's zucchinis <laughs> you know there probably Snatch has been some people that jump that fence but we don't want you to jump the fence we want mm -hmm. you guys to come at a time where other people are there to get knowledge about what's growing and how mm -hmm. to taste new different um produce like you know well this is this is another thing that i wanted to ask mm -hmm. about is is there any kind of instruction or assistance given let's say someone is interested in gardening they're not mm -hmm. really great at it is there someone around who gives little classes or tips and things about yes we do we have workshops um we have people who are guest speakers in the neighborhood who and outside the neighborhood that come and give us positive feedback and reinforcement of what to do with our gardens you like, recently had somebody yes come to a presentation a man, didn't you um Ooh, he's going to be so mad at me. Steven, I'm so Cornette. sorry. Cornette, thank you. <laughs> From Nature's um, Always Right on YouTube. Yes, Nature's Always Right on YouTube. Mm. He is a fat, he has thousands of viewers and he came i think actually, i met him at the la mesa farmer's market yes he sells right farmer's market i know that guy, yeah. that's his there. regular market he did yeah. come to ours here as well but it's more lucrative in la mesa he actually gave us a presentation on how to keep our beds healthy and that um certain white mosses that do come on our um on our um zucchini plants and stuff how to tend to those and you know what to look for when things are unhealthy and not to um like you know turn your bed over because honestly if you keep interrupting your soil and flipping it over and whatnot it actually causes more harm than good hmm. aren't you supposed to turn your soil See, sometimes a couple times these, a year all these years they have always said that but he said it actually is a difference to your garden being healthy because you're breaking up the nutrients that has formed over time. Yeah. Okay, so this is really good to know. I want to utilize this resource myself mm -hmm. because you may have noticed when you came in, we have some gardens here in my garden beds in my front yard that mm -hmm. my, my wife tends to, does a great job. Um, but we, our, our source, when we have questions, you know, we go to, you know, city farmers, mm -hmm. it's over off like a, like home in Euclid. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, we like to go over there. Times. That that place is fantastic. They've yes. got everything there. And the guy who runs it, Farmer Bill, super nice guy, super knowledgeable and all that kind of stuff. But 
this is even more local. Yes. Oh, we he's have, right here. Yes, we have definite people that know and literally go to school for this or actually read the books. Okay. Mm-hmm. Some of us don't read. We just go with the flow. Yeah. I'll, just <laughs> wait for, no I'll just wait for someone who read the book to tell yeah. me what's in it. That's exactly. Stephen Cornette. Yeah. Now, I understand that there's some charitable side of this as well. I mean, like some of the food is grown for... For um, other, I, I I don't even know. So what, basically, I, right now, all the gr- growing that we do is for the individual who owns the bed. We do have some things where we, amongst ourselves, we do uh, swap out food. But oh, you mean the people who have the bed? They yes, might trade some food. But we're trying to get to the farmers market and be a organic based um, producer who supplies the community with organic foods. Um, but you know, you have to go through certain criteria to get a license or an approval for that. So that's what we're working on right now. And I don't think we mentioned your specific title. You are the I media- am the media communications outreach coordinator. Oh wow. When you say it like that, it's pretty you know, exciting. That sounds so jazzy. So then it sounds like you would probably know how people would find out more about this community yes, garden yes yes like we actually go to different things in the area we actually did a church who wanted to have their own community bed with in their backyard at their church we actually went there supplied them with a few starter seeds to have their produce and also taught people how to grow little little um planter boxes in their windows at home so instead of going to the store all the time to get those herbs you can have it right there at your windowsill you know and in fact you guys can actually come and contact us or request for us to come and give you insight into how to grow and nurture your home gardens or start a garden itself and we do have such a good climate here yes lemon grove is known for our climate it said the best climate on earth by the on lemon earth. that's right that's what we claim. <laughs> uh, but really, I mean, anything grows here. Yeah. If you're, I mean, sometimes some things need a little more shade than mm-hmm. you would naturally get somewhere. But um, yeah, no, I yeah. love it. Shanae James May, our media outreach coordinator for the community garden of Lemon Grove. Thank you you're for coming so in welcome. and telling us about this. And Leanna, thank you for bringing her by. Thank you for it's having my me, pleasure. guys. Sure. So if people need to find out more about this. You guys, I'm sure there's a website, yes. probably social media. Find us on Facebook for Lemon Grove Grows Community Garden and check it out. Email us, contact us, message us, whatnot, and I will respond back to you as soon as possible. Very good. Thank you. Love it. Eat your veggies, folks. Shanae James May, our... Shanae me- James May. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you said it the other way. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know your name, right? That is something, right? I do. I'm sorry. She's Shanae James May. Yes, I'm sorry. I thought I heard it the other way. My bad. Mom ears. I'm sorry. Oops.